Welcome to Lou Marks' Spot, brought to you by yours truly, Lou Marks, bringing sanity and common sense back to America. Today, let's talk about Megan and Oprah, hypocrisy and racism times two. Have you ever seen such privileged people wallowing in their own delusional perceived victimhood like this? Everyone, it seems, according to Megan, victimizes Megan. Everyone, the powerless, the press, even her dad who had no money, no clue, and was swept up in a whirlwind of press he had zero understanding of how to handle. He too is a villain, Megan added, after Meghan Markle told Winfrey that her father lied about going to the British tabloid press ahead of her 2018 wedding to Harry. She is again, according to her, the victim. It just never stops. Are you really now going to blame racism as well for the alleged oppressed life of Meghan Markle, the Duchess, and even Oprah, the black female billionaire? Is that going to be the consensus point now? Meghan Markle's narrative is, I'm going to play a victim while I was literally admitted into the royal family. Meghan is a pathological liar. During the notorious Oprah interview, many lies were told. Let's say most of Meghan's statements were incorrect. Let's say they were outright lies and better. And there were numerous facts to prove that. Even a written article by a famous psychologist in the field of cognitive psychology revealing how the body tells when someone is lying. But we didn't need that. During the interview, Oprah asked Megan, was she ever in her wildest dreams thinking about how it would be like to marry a prince? Megan answered that it never even passed her mind. And here's a blog, it kind of turns out, written by Megan personally years ago showing that she was obsessed with just that, marrying a prince. Then Oprah continued further with similar questions, asking Meghan if she has Googled the royals, if she is familiar with the background of the relatives, etc., the royal history, and so on. Once again, Meghan answered negatively, and once again, she lied completely. Markle, however, reportedly penned a blog in 2014, way back, musing about becoming a princess dreaming about her, specifically mentioning the wedding of an now husband's brother and wife, Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, William and Kate. The blog has since been wiped. She's obsessed. Little girls do dream of being princesses. I, for one, was all about She-Ra, Princess of Power, wrote the now Duchess of Sussex in 2014, while commenting on the pomp surrounding Britain's Prince William and Kate Middleton's wedding three years earlier. She was jealous as hell and obsessed. For those of you unfamiliar with the 80s cartoon reference, She-Ra is the twin sister of He-Man and a sword-wielding royal rebel known for her strength. We're definitely not talking about Cinderella here, said Markle, who married Prince Harry of England in May 2018. That's what she fancied herself as. Grown women seem to retain this childhood fantasy sometimes. Just look at the pomp and circumstance surrounding the royal wedding and endless conversation about Princess Kate. This is according to Markle. Again, she's obsessed. She's obsessed with Kate. Are we dealing with a stalking, lying, psychomaniac here? Markle is. And now she's after the Oval Office? Beware, dear country. Does this mean that the racist allegation is meant for the royals of the laws as well? Pretty much. Pretty absolutely, yes. 
In a clip from the now infamous Oprah interview, Markle also explains to Oprah that someone asked how dark their baby's skin color might be, but points out that she did not hear this herself, and it was related to her through Prince Harry. So again, it's a second-hand story. It's not true. It's guaranteed it's a lie. If he were too brown, that would be a problem. Are you saying that, Oprah asked Markle? She jumped on it, Oprah, to which Markle replied, I wasn't able to follow up with why. Why not? Why couldn't she follow up? She can't talk to her own husband? But if that's the assumption you're making, I think that feels a pretty safe one. So lie, Oprah lies, then they both agree on the lie. Classic. When Oprah pressed to know who asked this question, neither Harry nor Meghan would answer, leaving millions to speculate. Another phony anonymous leak. The British have it as well. It's everywhere. Megan, you are now allowing your feels, feelings, I guess I should say, to dictate an accusation of a family that largely by all evidence available, embrace you. What an unbelievable, ungrateful, racist person you are. No gratitude. A perfect leftist liberal. Over the course of the interview, Harry and Meghan also said that the palace had refused to offer their son the courtesy title and accompanying security that protocol dictated because of race. That after they stepped back from their royal duties, the palace ceased to offer Harry security as well. Well, that lie may have went with the American public, but the British know better. This is a huge lie. The truth and reality is he is not entitled to, under any circumstances to a title by British royal law. That's Archie, the son. And Harry forfeited his rights when he renounced his ties to the royal family. This is British royal protocol for hundreds of years. It's the way it is. They both outright lied. One of the biggest issues is not only with Meghan and Harry, but also with Oprah. She is someone that started from nothing and didn't allow being a black woman to keep her from climbing to the top of the success ladder. Having prominent interviews throughout this the years and becoming a billionaire. Oprah instilled in so many the work hard ethic and you got to go for your dreams, not playing a victim. Now it seems to be the opposite. As she validated Markle's concerns of being a victim, she thrived on Markle being a victim, she helped Markle being a victim, as she lives in luxury most people will never achieve or even know. Oprah Winfrey said last summer, white people don't understand that whiteness itself gets you through life in ways that blackness cannot. This is a black billionaire talking. Oprah Winfrey, more so than the metrosexual beta male Prince Harry, or the leftist Meghan Markle. Forget about those people. Oprah should be the focus of this entire thing. She perpetuates it. Oprah has lived the story of what it means to be an American entrepreneur. Now her entire platform dedicated around the validation of victimhood. Fat, single, super rich, and funny enough, she gives advice about weight loss, marriage, and income inequality. Incredible. Victimhood, sanctimony, racism, and hypocrisy are the new markers of class in our postmodern landscape, which now makes Harry and, Harry and Meghan and Oprah the perfect leaders the new international hypocritical woke elite. Even Oprah's choice of words in inviting the Duchess of Sussex to speak her truth revealed in perhaps more than she realized. 
from this already famous interview, Prince Harry and his wife are not only presenting their own account of the relationship with the royal family, they are like the debutantes of the past, announcing their arrival an international social class for whom the truth reality itself is simply another commodity to be bought, manipulated, and sold on for profit. Hypocrisy at its peak. Across the worlds of the arts, academia, business, sport, and public life, a new paradigm exists. Where once those at the top adopted airs and graces to distinguish themselves, and more recently the rich and successful sought to prove that they earned their privilege through intellectual brilliance and hard work, Harry and Meghan now belong to a world in which they need to demonstrate their own victimhood. Victimhood. Racist. Victimhood and place themselves above others by educating the masses about what they call social justice, their definition of social justice and victimhood. Magdalene, how can a prince and a duchess and a black billionaire be victims of oppression? I have no idea. Meghan and Harry seem to understand these mind-bending rules of woke society and are prepared to exploit them to the maximum. He, who is the grandson of Her Majesty the Queen, and she, the multimillionaire actress, are busily constructing a narrative in which they pose not as privileged members of a wealthy elite, but as victims of oppression, while living in a $15 million mansion as Oprah's neighbors. Can't get much worse, can it, people? Meghan can lecture the world about the need for kindness and justice without acknowledging her own alleged bullying of junior and royal staff. She was a bully, and a liar, and a hypocrite. Scrutiny is dismissed as racially charged and misogynistic. Not even logic is allowed to get in the way. Not even reality, not even common sense can get in the way. They won't allow it. The couple can complain that the firm, which is a royal family, treated them badly, even as they attacked the royal family, while Prince Philip lies in the ill in the hospital. They protest that the news reports of Meghan's behavior towards junior staff are a smear campaign, orchestrated by Buckingham Palace. Yet it is surely more likely that the palace has been embarrassed by its failure to investigate complaints at the time. This goes way back. Ever since Meghan came to England, she's been this way. The likelihood is not that Meghan is being attacked because of who she is, but that she escapes scrutiny for that same reason. Such hypocrisy is part and parcel of the class they have joined. Disney issues, racism, warnings about Dumbo, Peter Pan, and the Jungle Book produced last year in China, working with Chinese agency engaged in human rights offenses. And horrific acts. That's okay. The trail of destruction they leave in their wake to their families, junior members of staff, the monarchy in our constitution seems to matter little to them. After all, Meghan and Harry, they and their new friends, must tell themselves their truth is rather different and the right one, which is not. It's dangerous. A report published by the Times late Tuesday claims the identified, unidentified, excuse me, royal aides have come forward to show the public a side of Markham we haven't seen the mean, ugly side. The statements include allegations of demanding and humiliating behavior that ultimately led personal assistance to leave Kensington Palace. 
Markles just didn't understand that even servants there have a certain status of respectability, high respectability. She wanted it all. They were sick of the dreadfully intrusive British press, they said, sick of the constraints of royal life, sick of being criticized, and desperate for a new life in America that they would free them from their terrible lives, Morgan writes. That's Pierce Morgan. Above all, they wanted privacy. Yet, they share how they live in their beautiful California mansion and are now free from being bound to royal duties. So if they're free from royal duties, they're free from the royal family, they're not entitled to a thing. Despite a short stint out of the spotlight during the height of the coronavirus, the couple have now embarked on a relentless media blitz that makes a complete mockery of their claim to want privacy. They're all over the place. They're on every TV show they can get on. It's embarrassing. Harry's become an embarrassment. Yep, that's keeping your family life private and out of the media. I thought they left because they wanted to be private citizens. Hypocrisy. This is becoming rather like a three-ring circus. As well as her sister saying, Megan had a severe personality disorder. That's pretty obvious, though. Megan Markle's reported already networking with senior Democrats to help her ambitions become the first female U.S. president. Can you imagine this? The Duchess of Sussex previously told friends about her political ambitions, and now hopes, hopes her blockbuster Oprah Winfrey interview will strengthen support in the U.S. Everything is planned. Everything has a reason. Everything is for ulterior motives with her. She has been openly networking among senior Democrats, to help build fundraising teams and a campaign for the White House. Unbelievable. Megan, including a New York Post columnist, calling her a manipulative piece of work and saying her answers open were full of bull, which pretty obvious, and that she had been pitiless and cruel towards her husband's family while demanding the same pity for herself. This is the truth. Prince Harry and Megan, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, who have announced that they are stepping back as senior members of the royal family, taking on fewer duties while continuing to fully support the Queen. The pair will split their time between Britain and North America, they say, in order to pursue more cause-driven activities. Yeah, like going on Oprah's show and every other TV show they can, and grab as much money as they can, and take greater control over their public engagements. The policy is called pro-having it and pro-eating your cake. It doesn't take a royal criminologist to work out that you can't step back from your duties and fully support the person in charge of bowling out those duties. That's ridiculous. Or retain the privileges of a constitutionally institution and promote causes that stray into politics. It's rather like my, me, myself, suggesting that I intend to step back from my daily duties as a podcaster while insisting I remain fully supportive of someone's vision to publish stories and pay me anyway. Maybe I should try. I don't get paid for doing this, but if I did, that would be the same example. But just because everyone is a hypocrite doesn't make hypocrisy a virtue. And like many vices, hypocrisy is often expensive, which means lots of people can't afford it. Just can't afford to be a hypocrite. Most, for instance, don't have the money to fly on a private jet, 
Therefore, they're unlikely to become a climate change activist and a frequent luxury flyer, as Harry and Meghan did. This, in essence, was Ricky's point at the Golden Globes about hypocrisy in Hollywood. From here in London, his monologue had a particularly British edge to it. It was great. In any other country on earth so obsessed with hypocrisy, perhaps the British are so much because they know it so well. Which gets us back to Harry and Meghan. What is it that they're asking for? They have, they tell us, chosen to make a transition, which will see them carve out a progressive new role within the institution. Remember, that institution is monarchy. The system of inheriting authority as well as a whole range of other titles, wealth, land, and property. Harry is still a duke, and Meghan a duchess. Not your classic progressive positions, is it? This then is perhaps the most problematic part of their plan. They want to remain in the royal family, retain the titles of the English aristocracy, and the houses renovated with public funds, but step back from the duties that come attached to these privileges. They want it all for free. They just want it because they think they deserve it. Harry would not have gotten very far in the military anyway. Asking whether he could stay but step back from his duty to serve? No one else has done that. Except, and this is a deeper problem, perhaps he could have. To be fair to them, Harry and Meghan have seen the potential problem with their plan and declared their intention to become financially independent. But can they do this without trading off the institution they hope to step back from? No way. Their opening move in this direction doesn't suggest so. But he can't escape the cost of his choices entirely. He and his wife will be destroyed for their decision, for the hypocrisy of greed, sanctimony, and privilege, depending on who's dishing out the criticism. Some of the commentary will be unfair and hurtful, even sexist and racist, indeed as it has been. Some will be out of bounds and a breach of their privacy, but most of it will be fair and true and honest. And the life they have chosen means they are potentially more open legitimate critique than before. You can say you're woke, but the companies you work for, like in China, are unbelievable. And he was right to say Hollywood is pro-having cake and pro-eating it, but so too it seems is Harry and Meghan. Meghan, Duchess of Sussex, has been slammed for continuing to use her royal title after saying people should be linked, not ranked. An interview with activist Gloria Steinem, but she still uses a royal title. Megan, who is 39 years old, is full of hypocrisy, wondering how she should promote equality during an interview in which she used a royal title. Megan and Harry talking about link, not rank, blah, 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 but still holding on to their titles. What a joke. She should not spout off about being linked and ranked if she's going to use a ranked title. Just go back to playing Meghan Markle, second-class actress. Linked, not ranked? Nonsense. Woke is what Meghan trades in, and lies, and hypocrisy. Between Oprah and Meghan, it's a toss-up with who is the biggest racist, liar, and hypocrite still remains yet to be seen.